0: Well, hello, friends. Welcome to another episode. I'm very happy to have you here today. And I am equally happy to have my guest on today. His name is David Leach, and he's from the Strident Conservative. And uh, we've got lots to talk about right after this. (music) All right, guys. Welcome to the show. David, thank you for coming on. Welcome to the show. Thank you uh, for the invitation and thank you for having me on.
1: It's a pleasure. It's Absolutely. A
0: pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. When you, um, you know, so for those who don't know, I had I put out a little post on, on the Facebook uh, about, uh, you know, looking for some guests and seeing if anybody wanted to come on. And David was gracious enough, gracious enough to say, yeah, come on. Sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so uh, we well, so, got lots to talk.
1: Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to walk on you. There, there's, uh, there's so few people who want to listen to me these days. I figured I'd take the opportunity for it.
0: <laughs> well, you know what, David? It's not just you. Nobody wants to listen to anybody anymore, yeah, right? That's true. People that's just want to talk at each other. And uh and not listen. And so I find you very, very intriguing. I was perusing your website, which is the strident conservative.com, and you should definitely go check it out. And um there's some things that are well, there's a lot of things that are interesting, but one, your knowledge base is pretty incredible. So oh, thank I love you love your, you're no, thank you. You're you're so welcome. Um, so let me, let's start there. So you're, so for anybody who doesn't know yet, um, your website, you and your page on Facebook, um, covers a wide variety of topics, religion, politics, the constitution, um, you name it, you're covering it. And you're not just, you know, throwing some opinions out there. Like, like most of us are doing, um, you really have a lot of knowledge and information and facts to back up the things that you're saying. So where did all of this come from? Have you always had this interest and, and, um, you know, involvement with big topics here?
1: Wow. That's a, that's a big question. I guess the best way to answer that would be to kind of tell you how it actually got started. Um, Mid two thousands, I've always been very interested in politics and trying to, uh, you know, keep up on on what's going on in the world and and what's going on in America. And I was, uh, I attended this conference. I won't go into too much detail about it, but there was this one segment of this conference where. Uh, we were instructed it was a, it was a christian conference and it was a conference where we were instructed to go out with some quiet time and ask god what name he had for us this was after a session where we were taught about how uh life and the devil and other people will give us all kinds of names that really aren't us you know that who are we really and it was used in the scripture in the book of revelation about uh, uh each one of us will be given a stone and on that stone is a name and only that person and God knows that name. So we were, uh, I went out for my time and uh, I'd read a book by the person giving the, uh, the conference. And uh, I went out wanting to hear that I was like William Wallace or uh, <laughs> from Braveheart or something like that. And uh, I was given the name and I was a little bit disappointed because it wasn't really what I thought. In fact, I really thought I didn't hear from God at all. Well, several weeks later, my wife and I, we had kind of a routine. We both work from home and uh, we kind of had a routine where I would go to the Starbucks, grab a coffee and bring it back and peruse the paper and, uh, uh, you know, and just kind of get my day started. And uh, I was reading a headline and I I did one of my typical. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's not true. And my wife is right there in the room. She's at her desk and she goes, "Okay, what is it? And, you know, so I said, well, I, I read her the story and she says, okay, so what's that mean? And so I, I, give her my, my impression or my interpretation of what those events will really mean eventually. Mm-hmm. And she says, you should probably be on the radio. And I said, mm-hmm. well, you no, know, there's uh, there's lots of people on the radio. There's R- Rush Limbaugh was still alive then. So there's Rush Limbaugh and Glenn Beck and all these people that have radio shows and who would want to listen to me. And she goes, but you're a voice in the wilderness. And that's when I broke down crying because the name mm-hmm. God gave that conference was John the Baptist.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> whoa, come on. Really? And, uh, so,
1: uh, I use that kind of as my launching pad. So I launched my <sighs> website at that point. The, my very first article was, uh, was on a topic of uh, gay marriage. Uh, our governor, our now governor back then, he was uh, just a, a local politician, but uh, Jared Polis, had set, made a, a, a statement about the issue that I didn't agree with, and so basically I said uh, the name of the article was "I pronounce you man and dog," because I figured if I should be able to marry anyone I want, I want to marry my dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I
0: love it. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Dogs are awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. So uh, that was that was kind of how it all got started, but it's it's kind of grown into a. a I, I, I did a lot of the politics stuff first, you know, Republican versus Democrat, that kind of thing. Sure. But over the years, I've learned that uh, really that's that's a distraction. That uh, both parties are really kind of one party. They they both run the same machine. It's just whether it's going to be an R at the top or a D at the at the top at any given time. But they're all still working together, and they're not really doing things to protect liberty and to protect the constitution and to protect our freedoms. And so uh, I've kind of evolved over the past, oh, I'd say five, six years, uh, more into the subjects of uh, a kind of of libertarian leaning. I'm not a libertarian, but Mm -hmm. uh, kind of a libertarian leaning towards, uh, you know, it's like, hey, uh, like for example, my article today on the Striding Conservatives about how 9-11 ended up costing us a lot of our liberty. Mm-hmm. And, uh I don't get a lot of great feedback from that. People are saying I'm insensitive about the people who died and stuff like that. And I I I'm very empathetic and my heart goes out to the you know, I mean still, I mean, you know, here we are decades later and we're in and it's still very painful to remember that day.
0: It is. But
1: um we we lost a lot more than a few lives on 9-11, uh, you yeah. know, with the Patriot act. And 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 how that eventually evolved into all kinds of other things, Mm -hmm. Um, I think we 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 fell victim to what uh, Benjamin Franklin once warned us about. He says, uh, uh, "Those who would say, actually, it's it's debatable as one that he really said it, but it's credited to him that those who would sacrifice a little safety for a little liberty for a little safety deserve neither." Mm -hmm. And I've often paraphrased that to say, "Those who would sacrifice." A little liberty for a little safety will get neither. You won't get safety and you won't get liberty. And that that's kind of where I think we are today.
0: You know, I don't disagree with you at all on that. And But the funny thing is, I absolutely understand why you get backlash because we're in such a reactive, um, kind of thoughtless society now where we react mm-hmm. to everything emotionally and we don't think about what we're hearing or reading and really taking time to sit with it. And, you know, so everything is based on feelings and not fact, right. That's we're in the feelings, not fact world. And um, you hit people with a lot of facts and, and I, and I, I have no doubt that they bristle. And I, as a matter of fact, I was kind of glancing through your Facebook page in the comments section and uh, (laughs) I was like, Oh yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's hearing from them. And, um, and I would imagine one of the biggest groups that you hear from is probably not necessarily the liberals, but the Trump supporters. Do you get a lot of like the you know fanatical Trump fans?
1: Yeah, yeah I do hear a lot from uh, Trump people. Um,
0: and and I say that I'm sorry. I should preface that for everybody. I, I say that because um, you you're not a Trump fan. You you you're I've never not never fun. have been.
1: Never have yeah. been. Uh, yeah. A lot of people have always uh kind of criticized me as becoming never trump after the fact mm-hmm. but if you go back to my articles I, I wrote a lot of articles during the primaries leading up to the 2016 election and uh i laid out my case very clearly why he would be a very bad uh leader for the country um at the time i was kind of a ted cruz fan but th- that ended up being a, a mistake too unfortunately <laughs> but anyhow I, i'm just saying though that. Uh, yeah, I hear a lot from them. Um, I'm called a rhino, uh, mm-hmm. which uh, you know that that word doesn't really have the meaning it used to have. Uh, for that matter, cons- I've had people tell me I should maybe change my name because the word conservative really doesn't have the meaning it used to have. Mm. Uh, I I want to fight for conservatism. I, I'm I'm going to keep it. I'll still be the strident conservative because uh, it's it's our conservative principles. When you look at the word conservative, it has to do with Conserving, And what is it that we want to conserve? Well, what I want to conserve is I want to conserve the Constitution. I want to conserve the principles that founded our country. I want to conserve liberty. I want to conserve freedom. And so, yeah, I'm going to still I'm going to stick with conservatism, uh, although, like I said, it's kind of watered down these days. It's being replaced by populism, which is very dangerous. Uh, America first populism is uh, a big talking point of Donald Trump's and, and now the Republican party. And we now have Republicans saying things like, well, you know, maybe, maybe government should rein in big businesses because they really aren't looking out for the people. And it's like, uh, if, if it's okay to say this, Tucker Carlson, one time, he appeared at a nationalist, uh, the conservative, national conservatism conference, the first one, a couple of years ago, and he said, he said, I, I'm paraphrasing it because I don't have the exact quote in front of me. But he said, basically, he said, government is no longer your enemy. The free enterprise system is. And it's like, uh-huh. oh, my freaking gosh, what in the heck? Where did that come from? And that's a re- conservative Republican saying that. So, um, yeah, I I kind of have to even watch being called a conservative. But I do hear a lot back to our original point. Uh, I do hear a lot from Trumpists. Uh I have fun with it, actually. It really doesn't bother me all that much.
0: If you're going to be doing this stuff, you have to have that thick skin and you have. Oh, yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't. My wife often comments. She says, I don't know how you how you can take some of the things these people say about you. It's like, well, you know, they're, they're actually kind of a badge of honor because people don't react that way unless you struck a chord. You know, that's really mm-hmm. the reason they do it. I mean, if uh, truth is uh, truth is accepted one of two ways? George Orwell once said that. In fact, you know, it's truth is either accepted as truth or it's going to be accepted as an attack. And I'm, again, that's a paraphrase, but uh, it, and that's basically what it is. Um, so, all, all I try to do is always speak the truth. Uh, you mentioned; I appreciate you mentioning that uh, I'm very well documented because I I do a lot of research when I write an article, and uh, so I don't. I do give an opinion sometimes. But I back my opinion with lots and lots of facts, and uh, that's what I always try to do. And I just I just want to speak the truth. And the truth is, in this day and age, Liberty is in serious, serious danger. And neither Republicans nor Democrats are really too concerned about that. All they really want to do is make sure that their party is in the White House next election. That's that's what everything, everything they do, every talking point, every issue they claim to address. Is only for one purpose, and that's to try to win in 2024. And and that's and again, that's it's the same playbook. That's what it was in 2020. That's what it was in 2016. That's what it was in 20. I mean, it's it's the same thing over and over and over. And now, over time. And you were talking about how kids are how uh, that we're kind of led by our feelings more now, right? Even that is 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 part of the gradual evolving or evolution away from liberty. In our public schools. I mean, you know, kids aren't taught about the Constitution. They aren't taught about what what was really at stake when America was founded. I mean, you know, we, uh, you know, instead now we're being told that all these white European men who founded America were oppressors and and they abused, you know, it's like, come on, you know, it's like. It's so crazy, it's isn't crazy. it? It's, it is. so it's crazy a crazy and message. And yeah, it is. I'm yeah, sorry, it's, I kind of got off on a uh, tangent
0: there. <laughs> no, that's okay. It's hard not to, isn't it? It's really hard not to because this is, it's such a broad topic and it affects every facet in every area of our lives, of society. So it's mm-hmm. huge. And it's, it, you know, and, and as far as the, uh, the kids in school now, and that goes all the way up through college, probably maybe even especially college. Um, you know, we're, we're, our kids are being taught what to think, not how to think. And that's exactly. very, very apparent is very clear. I mean, I don't really understand how anybody could argue that, uh, it, it's obvious. It's very clear that they're just, you know, they're really just, uh, puppets with, uh, you know, these ulterior motived people, um, you know, making their mouths move and all they, they speak in sound bites you know and that's all that that people look for these days they don't look for deeper meaning and I, and i don't mean to generalize because i don't think that's true of everyone that's that's a faction of society that just want they want sound bites they want what um you know just echoes what they're already thinking not yeah. anything that contradicts it, and uh, and I think that's why what you're doing is really important. And I and I'm sure the more I look through your stuff, I might find stuff that I disagree with in there, and and I think that's okay. I, I think you could probably beat me up with the facts, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, because I'll not be perfectly honest, and and you know, and I'm not calling myself a dummy or any of those things, but I consider my I call myself a baby Christian, and I call myself. Um, Maybe like if you're the strident conservative, I guess maybe I'd call myself the casual conservative, (laughs) Um, you know, because I don't I'm not an authority on either of those things. I know where my heart leads me. And and, you know, and then I like to get all the facts to back up what my heart is already telling me. And um, I just wish more people would uh, would do that. And even to the point where it's something you don't want to hear that you don't like, Um, because I think it's important to know you know, all of the the facts. It's okay. If you don't like them, they can make you feel bad, but you still need to know them. And, and that's a a lost thing now. And, and, uh, I like that you stand your ground on it and, uh, and you don't back away from any of them. That's for sure.
1: I, I try to do, I do my best to be that kind of person. I've even written Mm -hmm. articles. Uh, I wrote an article recently. actually, I reposted an article recently, uh, uh, based on uh, about escaping the Washington matrix of the Republican and Democrat party. And I use the Ma- matrix movie uh, for a lot of my uh, proof. And uh, there's a scene in the third matrix movie where it looks like agent Smith has finally defeated Neo and Neo gets back up. And then he's Smith is just confused. He's like, why do you keep doing this? What's what's your motivation? Is it love? Is it, is it this, or is it that he lists all these kind of things. And, Neo with his last breath just says, because I choose to. And I mean, and that's it. It's like, I don't care what the odds are. I don't care if it looks like you're about to beat me. I'm going to continue to choose to stand for uh, freedom and liberty and getting as many people out of the two-party matrix as I possibly can. I'm a big believer in in the need for, I, I was going to say a third party, but we actually we need a new second party because the Republican Democrat party is one party. So you know, it's like we I'm, we need a new party. We need we need new direction. We need to break up the uh, we need to break up the matrix in Washington. We've got to uh, you know destroy the machine world out there, and that's what I'm going to try to do as long as I have breath.
0: I love it. I love it. I love the passion. Um, you know, I will say anybody who you know sitting there. Mm, Wanting to dispute this or argue this, I guess that the things that you've just said, you know, I I would say I would back you up and say that. Listen, I think most of us can sit here and say, and I consider myself middle America, average, uh, average American, uh, middle class, if that even exists anymore. Um. So, and what I can say, and people that I've spoken to say, is all the same thing, which is nobody, nobody. In charge is working for us. Nobody has our best interests uh, at at heart here, and is actually. You won't hear me disagree I, with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. So, and that of course leads to well, why do we keep voting the same people in over and over and over again? I mean, have we really forgotten that we're we're in charge? We. Our America. They work for us. Yeah. And and that has been, you know, really completely forgotten or maybe not forgotten, but disregarded. And, and we've allowed it, you know, and I don't, you probably have more ideas of how to do that, how to make that happen. Um, I don't, you know, we say the same things over and over again. We'll vote different people in, get involved, do the things. I mean, are those the answers? What would you say the, if there's an answer, what would you say?
1: Well, it's a big, it's a monster. It's a big, big, big thing. I, you know, it's, it isn't just since 9-11 that it came into existence. It's just that nine eleven kind of really got put it on steroids. Um, but I mean, you know, it's been going on for decades and decades. I mean, we had these, you read your history. Uh, I know that that's not something a lot of people like to do anymore. Can but you find history, actual history? We were, yeah, real life history, and we were having these same discussions when when Eisenhower was president. I mean, there was the same battle going on then. He was trying to expand the Supreme Court so he could get a lot of socialist ideals. Uh, Basically, he couldn't get it done in Congress, so he was going to try to manipulate the court system, which is now what we have going on today again. Right. So um, to answer your question…